So if you are starting to feel micromanaged or that your work and ideas are being rejected, it's probably not going to be a successful relationship. Hello, Brilliant Minds, and welcome to another Backstage Business episode. I am sitting here in one of our semi-soundproofed rooms in our Utah offices. For those of you that don't know, the Draw Shop headquarters are located in the beautiful state of Utah. We're in Salt Lake City. I'm out here visiting the team. I actually live in San Diego, and we've got quite a few team members that live in San Diego, but most of our team is here in Utah. That's the way the world is, right? You can be in all multiple locations. You can do things virtually. It's pretty great. So today we're talking about whether or not you should fire a client and how to know if you should. And I wanted to preface this with something that's been going through my mind lately as I attend different mastermind groups, listen to different podcasts, and read Actually, I should say, listen to audible books. You know, sometimes you hear something and it makes so much sense to you. And it's not because you've heard it for the first time. You know that you've heard it before. Actually, you've heard it many times before, but for some reason, it's that one time that you hear it that it resonates and inspires you to take action. Does that happen to you? That happens to me a lot. There's things that I'm like, you know what? You're not the first person to tell me that. I actually heard that probably five or six years ago. But for whatever reason, it's a certain time in your life. Maybe it's a certain problem that you're dealing with that you just hear it differently and it really resonates and you're ready to put it into effect. And this happens happens a lot to me. And actually, you know, most of the things that I share with you on this podcast are not something revolutionary or that I came up with. Most of it I'm sharing because in that moment, it was something that was really valuable and moved the needle for me in some way. And that's really the purpose of this podcast is to then share that information with you. And it may be something that you've heard before, and maybe it comes to you in a different way. And my hope is that even if it's just one of you that's listening, that you hear it, that it sparks some type of idea, you implement it, and you yourself are moving needles in your life or in your business or maybe both. So today, I wanted to share something with you that I have known and heard several times, but have since gotten an even better grasp on it, and it is about firing clients. And the reason I'm talking about this today is because uh, someone on my team actually brought this up to me, and he said, you know, we read so many good books And we hear so many great talks on making your business operate better. But I wish there was more on how to know when to fire a client. And we know that you can. And we know that sometimes we want to. And you you do hear people talking about, you know, I had to get rid of that client. It just wasn't good for me. But sometimes you don't actually know if you're in it. So today I wanted to talk about what are some of those qualifying questions that we can ask to know if it really is the right thing to do. And so this episode was born. So if you've had that feeling before, it's that immediate stomach ache, you know, when you have to you have to deal with someone or something that you you don't want to, but you're like, ah, but they paid me good money. And you don't want to have to say goodbye to the money, but you're starting to spend so much time on that one client and he or she is driving you crazy. And you start to go, is it, is it me? Is it them? And you're not sure what to do because there's there's a difference between whether it's just something that's hard that you have to get through and maybe you and your team are responsible for something 
or maybe it is them. So I wanted to hopefully define that a little bit more and help you out if you are indeed going through something like this, if you have, or if it should come up. And I would say that guaranteed, no matter how awesome you are, you can't please all of the people all of the time. Who was it that said that? Bob Marley? You can't please all of the people all of the time. And it's it's just the reality of the world. There is only one of us and we are not perfect and everything to everyone. So you're undoubtedly, especially if you are a growing business, the more that you grow, the more that you're going to attract different types of people. You might attract one of those that you get frustrated with and gives you that stomach ache and that you really just don't want to deal with. So here are about four qualifying questions that I came up with. Actually, I didn't totally come up with. Like I said, these I, I narrowed them down actually from our experience, from other people that I've heard, other articles that I've read, and this is what made the most sense for us to look at. So the first one is, are you spending more money and time than you are earning from this client? If you look at most business owners, you know, you're hopefully getting into business because you want to solve problems for other people. And of course, to make money. If you want your business to thrive, you've got to make money, right? And that can only happen when you're profitable. And to be profitable, you need to earn more than you are spending. So look at this person and ask, does this person have a big lifetime value? Or am I spending so much time and angst that we're not actually making any money? And and, and this isn't necessarily somebody who could be, you know, aggravating you or is rude or disrespectful or anything like that. It's really going, you know, we we like this person, but we end up really going out of our way. They're really kind, appreciate what we do, but in looking at the lifetime value and looking at how much we have to spend, we're really just not making anything from this. We haven't gotten more relationships from it. We haven't gotten any referrals. They're they're a nice person, but they're kind of they're taking a lot of energy from us and it's just not worth it. And so we'd like to keep them as a wonderful friend, just not going to be worth it for, for a client. So there's, there's, there's number one. Number two, does the client supersede your recommendations? Here's the thing. Clients should have a say because after all, they are paying you and it is their business that they're, they're putting in your hands to, to help solve a problem. But remember this, they are coming to you to solve a problem that they could not solve themselves. You are the expert in the problem that you are solving, whether you have a service or a product or whatever it is that you're delivering that is helping them in their world. And while they may have all of the knowledge about their brand and their life, you are still the one with the expertise to deliver on what they need, and that's why they came to you. So if you are starting to feel micromanaged or that your work and ideas are being rejected, it's probably not going to be a successful relationship. And I'm going to give an example here with the draw shop, something that we have experienced. We are, we're known for our secret sauce, the proven framework that we use to make sure that the content we produce from the messaging and the copy to the voiceover and the actual art of the videos and editing is created so that it is impossible to misunderstand to the viewer. 
that is what our expertise is. We take difficult things, we make it easy to understand. And sometimes we have clients that have a script is already done. They'll come to us and even though we write the copy, they'll say, well, I've got a script and that's totally cool. That's great. We can't help on our side because we are, you know, we have a team of expert copywriters and we all are proud of our expertise in making messages clear, we can't help but want to review that script and give our ideas to make it even better. Because after all, we we need to deliver something that's awesome and that's going to work. And on a few occasions, we have had uh, clients that haven't written copy before, but they think they've got this great script. And um, they'll reject the copy that we write for them because it's not including enough. And they want to include every single detail of their brand and We know from experience that including too much and too much industry jargon that somebody else might not understand can can really overwhelm whoever is watching that video. And so what happens is if we do stick with something that they want, their original script, what happens is they get something that doesn't perform as they hoped for or expected. What happens is you can, if you put yourself in this situation with something that you do, you're hired because you are an expert in something, but yet the person that hired you is actually wanting to take that over. You might start to feel that your expertise is not appreciated or or respected. And sometimes you can't come to an agreement because now there's poor communication going back and forth. And I would say this, don't take it personally. It just means that you're not a good fit. So maybe that's not somebody you you want to work with if they're if they're trying to mac- micromanage what your expertise is. And the thing is is if you if you don't do that, you could end up delivering something that isn't true to what you normally deliver, something that isn't true to what gives your brand and the reputation the the wonderful reputation that you have built and it can actually turn that into something else. People you want to keep what it is that you're really good at. These are also the type of clients that can complain about their experience because you didn't do it exactly the way that they wanted you to do it. And, you know, when you look at complaints, look at complaints as something that can help your company because sometimes complaints are very valid. Maybe they did have a bad experience. Maybe the customer service was poor. Maybe you didn't deliver on something that they expected you to do and you didn't execute properly. And if that is the case, you want to learn from that and and switch things up. But if it is a client that, you know, tends to complain about every every detail and is doing that whole micromanaging thing, look at all the things that they are complaining about. And here's here's a side note. If you look up these people or if you know other people that they've worked with, you'll probably find that you aren't the only one that they have complained about. It might be something that is a characteristic of theirs where they want to be in control and they are possibly complaining about different things because they want to be the one in control and they don't trust the expert that they're working with. This is uh, probably not a good fit and is going to harm your business rather than help you. This episode is brought to you by The Draw Shop. At The Draw Shop, we make animated videos that just work. Did you know that most businesses are struggling to increase their sales simply because they don't stand out? At The Draw Shop, we use a scientifically proven formula to create animated videos that just work with customers such as Uber, 
Twitter, Google, United Nations, Lockheed Martin, Thermo Fisher, Netflix, and more. We know that creating messages that are impossible to misunderstand is critical to attracting more customers and keeping your audience engaged so that you can stand out as the best in your industry. Check us out at thedrawshop.com. The third one. Here's a question. Here's the third question. Have you tried everything to improve the relationship, but it's just not improving? For example, if the client was unhappy about something and you tried to resolve it and it was resolved, you can now put this down as a great learning lesson to perhaps improve a process or standard in your business. But if you've made these efforts and tried various efforts and conversations to make it better, but it's just not getting better, that's the time to say goodbye. Because you're going to find yourself in a situation that you are just trying so hard to please and it's just not going to work. So put that to rest and move on. And number four, do you just hate it? Do you just hate having to work with this client or this project? Is it just giving you all the stomach aches and all the bad feelings? Because it doesn't matter how much money that client gave you. If you are miserable, it is not worth your peace and sanity. And in fact, it takes away from what you can do for your other clients. And that's just straight up wrong because you've got a whole other slew of people that love you and that you love to work with. And if that one person, no matter what the amount of money is, is bringing you grief, it's not going to be worth it. It's going to rob you from your other clients. And I know some of you might be thinking, but they gave me so much money. I can't give a refund. I just can't do that. And I understand that. And I understand, especially if you're a small business and you rely on that and you really just don't want to, but I'd I'd encourage you to just, just think about it because Sometimes you might not be able to afford not to give them a refund. I'd like to, I'm going to give an anonymous example of someone who had a client pay them a huge amount of money, a real big lump sum for a service and an experience. And it was the type of business where the client would become part of a community with this person's other clients. And the client, once they were onboarded, started to openly talk about ways that they liked to cheat systems and how they liked to get things for free by complaining, actually bragging about about doing this. And the client also started to offend other members of the community with really rash statements, just very obnoxious. And so... The owner of this business knew that the only way to fix this was to fire this client and give them that huge, large sum of money back. Because if you think about it, other people are paying to be a part of this community, to get this service, to have this experience. And if that one person is going to ruin it for all those other people who have paid that same large amount, it's going to be bad for the business altogether. So if you're keeping a client just because of the money You can actually affect business coming in and the bigger picture of the amount of money that you could be making. So if you look at all of those questions, and I'll summarize them real quickly here. Number one was, are you spending more money and time than you are earning from this client? Number two, does the client supersede your recommendations? Do they not trust you? Are they micromanaging you? Number three, have you tried everything to improve the relationship and it is just not improving? And number four, do you just hate it? 
If you can say yes to most of these questions, I'm hoping that the answer is clear to you on whether or not to fire that client and in many cases have to give that money back, at least a portion of it. Look, challenges are good and challenges should be welcome. My team has the mindset that yes, a client might ask for something difficult and challenging, but that doesn't mean that they are going to be difficult. It's going to be a challenge and one that will probably make the team better for it because they learned how to do something different and they stretch themselves and they now have something that we can add to our portfolio. But if they themselves, if the client themselves are difficult, frustrating, and disrespectful to the team, then we know that we've got to take a look at the situation, state what we don't like about it, and then decide what are we going to do about it? Because the well-being of my team, the well-being of myself and the well-being of my business are at stake. So look at your situation, state what you don't like about it, and then answer what will you do about it? Because your well-being and your business are at stake. <laughs>